This is the Bill Squire Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bill Squire Show. I am Bill Squire. We got pants over there. I'm not a fucking cop. And uh, Tommy. Funny men are the equivalent of hot women when you're trying to figure out if they're flirting or with you or just talking to you. Yeah. Um, you're talking to other funny men? Say what? Oh, are you talking to other funny <laughs> men? <laughs> oh, this is a Thomas quote. Yeah, this is a Tommy tweet uh, from people last week. People agreed with that. A lot of people did. I, I, I Listen, I'm not saying I disagree with that. I just want, who are these motherfuckers that are funny men that you're talking to? You, you can I have honest- sex with whoever you want, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're hanging out with dudes that are funny, hanging- you got to let your... Uh, podcast husbands, no. Platonic, funny <laughs> friends, no. I can't just... I wasn't I, with men when it happened. Are you fucking Jeff Dunham again? Yes. Tight. I don't even care if you fuck him. Does he make you laugh? He's making you laugh like we do. But he's making you laugh. Not as hard as you guys do, though. Oh, this is, this is upsetting. Yeah, this is upsetting. It's not that serious. Guys, yeah, I, I come here it, weekly. Like... Clearly, there's some commitment here. I know. We have you laughing every day. You can be polyamorous. Polyhilarious is a different situation. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting all fucking week to do this. I saw that tweet last week, and I was like, oh, I know how we're starting the show. Bill, Bill literally started today like that one meme where the kid whose like face is all veiny and red was like, <laughs> so finally was like, let it out. Uh, just just waiting on this. Like, my face looked like my cable knit sweater. <laughs> that was that went from from a real weird start to a very triumphant start. So well I, played. I knew, so I knew, well. I knew how to play that. Like, you know this radio thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Uh, yeah, so uh, this episode is going to be a lot of fun. Later on, we have uh, an interview. Well, I do an interview with Dave Hill, uh, who I know that name, but I don't know. Cleveland's so old. at the Comedy Awards, so he was bad. the host. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. so he's he's the dude who plays the guitar, and he mm-hmm. like wears like sweet ass suits. And he he did a tour with. He's got a new book coming out. Talk about that, or it's already out, and. Uh, we also talk about he he's been on tour with Tenacious D. He's doing more dates oh, with cool. them. Uh, he's just lived like this crazy cool life. He's from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we talk about hockey jerseys a little bit. Like he's really he's, into, led, a, he's led a couple lives at this point. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's he he wrote this song. You guys ever watch uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver? Mm-hmm. No, no, sorry. I'm familiar uh, enough to, to, to keep you carrying this. this well, I'm just saying, he, he wrote the intro song for that. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so he's, I mean, he's got, like, successful bands. He's a successful comedian. He's written three books. He's he's just a really interesting well, dude that's done really cool stuff. My introduction to Dave Hill, because I grew up basically in, in the city next to his, like mm-hmm. Shaker Heights, he had a band in the 90s that, called Sons of Elvis. Yeah. Local, it was a Cleveland band, but they got a major label deal. Yeah. Years before, you know, when no one gave a fuck about anything going on in Cleveland. So I met him when I was like a teenager and I was all, I didn't, I was pretty starstruck because I knew they were were getting radio play at the time. I go, are you the sons of Elvis? (laughs) And then he was with, I'll never forget it because he was, he could, he's not that much older than me. But when you're like 15 and someone's like 18, you're like 18, 19, it's like huge difference. That's an adult, yeah. So I was like, I was like, hey man, 
I like because he would come in every once in a while. So I was yeah. I finally got the balls up to like, like hey dude. Yeah. And then like so I go, Are you in Sons of Elvis? And he was with one of his buddies. So his buddies goes, Yeah, bro, are you in the fucking Sons of Elvis, dude? He's like, cause he <laughs> thought it was like the like yeah. and I was in my head, I go, I'm never talking again. to an older kid ever again in my life. <laughs> but hilarious. he was very Dave was very nice. At a very young age, and he can fucking tread on guitar too. Yeah, like, very talented. And he can fuck. I'm like, yeah. okay. and he can fuck too. He's got a, his stand-up comedy is very sexual. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's a very he's, talented guy. Very talented guy. So uh, he's coming up here in a little bit. Uh, before that, though, uh, put Tommy back in her place. Let her know that you know it's okay to fuck other people, but talking to other funny men is. Right. Uh, that, the, we gotta draw you, a line somewhere. Bill's giving you the permission. <laughs> To be polyamorous and poly hilarious. <laughs> he is. No, he said no. No, I don't give permission for. Oh, you're not giving. He's, no, he's, he's still not giving. You, you have to run. Listen, you can fuck whoever you want, but well, if, you, if you're going to think a dude's funny, you got to let me know. <laughs> I'd be, be, be a guy that honors your space and sees you all the time. Yeah. And I'm allowing Aww. you to like yeah. live <laughs> your freest. This would be funny if the wife. camera's picking that up. <laughs> yeah, it's, Slowly. it's too high. Yeah, it's for, um, for the best. It's way for the best. Uh, I like in relationships though. Like I, I don't get jealous, but like when someone's like, "Oh, so and so so funny," and I don't think that person's funny, I'm like, "No, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not." Like that's that's more uh, threatening to me than like, "Oh, so and so's hot" or yeah. something like that. I'm like, well, because it's like, true. Yeah, yeah, but is he funny and sensitive? Because uh, that's <laughs> what I fucking rule. You take enough dating apps to the fucking dome, and you realize chicks care way more about jokes than they do about abs or biceps. Oh, a thousand percent, yeah. If you can get a chance to do the jokes, once I get once we get a conversation going, like I have to get the 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 match. Once I get the match, then I can be funny and then I'm in. Well, but I can't get. But based on looks, they're not. And even though they see I'm a comedian, mm-hmm. they don't take the chance. But I mean, but, um, I mean, I do all right. Don't you? Don't, doesn't Tinder <laughs> shut the fuck up, Tom? He's like, breaking up. This <laughs> <laughs> turning into a very special episode of the Bill Squire Show. Wait, so what a dating app can't you shoehorn jokes into your bios, though? It's literally the only reason I'm on dating apps. Oh, that is yeah, that is a good point that you you do that, and I don't do that. I don't get laid from them, but yeah. uh, I, I still get to put jokes on there. <laughs> like, it's, it just scratches that I, itch. I also, like, don't really pay attention to dating apps. Any, like, I, I'm on a few of them, but I haven't, like, checked them in a while, so I should probably... Like in a half hour. Like, yeah, but uh, no, I, 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 well, I, I met a girl on a day, I and mean, like I'm seeing how that plays out yeah. before I, you know, go uh, trying to strike up a new sitch. Mm. You know, well, months ago you just did not care. I know, but this is nice. uh, and nothing, okay. nothing crazy. It changes just, quick. Yeah, it's, like the game changes. November first, yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. changes. No, no, November is not going to last forever. No, <laughs> feels like it. Good, a good pair of tits can do a lot for me. <laughs> just, just the boobs. <laughs> I mean, she's probably got other qualities. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> she probably knows simple math and shit. Like, I don't care cool. about that. <laughs> I just have great tits, and I'm gonna be like, all right, you're pretty awesome. I mean, great tits to dudes is literally how women claim jokes are on dating apps to mm-hmm. them, where every chick is like. I love to laugh and just mm-hmm. laugh and laugh. And I love barrio tacos and I love to laugh and laugh. <laughs> and what if you just put I love tits in your bio? That wouldn't work. It would probably work better than what I'm doing now. You think? Guarantee it. Now, you're, but your stuff, as much as uh, 
it might not be working for you. It's fucking hilarious. Yes. Oh, like I'm, the voice messages <laughs> that you set up. It's, like, no, dude, it's the equivalent of wearing like a suicide bomber vest. Like what I'm doing with my my dating app profile your, for my dick for your hand. Yeah, <laughs> I, I go in. I go. I don't. I don't want to meet anybody here. No mm-hmm. one wants to meet me here. Let me treat this as terribly and as disrespectfully as I can as possible. Do you get any matches or not? No. <laughs> I'm not even like, bro. Yeah. Straight up. None. None. Like crickets. It's like the only thing funnier than my dating app profile is just how quiet. It, it is. Huh. You look at that page, it's like, no matches yet. Expand your, like, you know, change your, no. I don't no. want to. Okay. I don't want to know just weird. how wide my reach isn't. Right. Um. Let's talk. Well, Pants and I went to a Cavs game the other night. Stayed for yeah. a half. Oh, what? Are you? Oh, now is the tables have turned. I don't. I I wouldn't have gone anyways. Yeah. But it's funny that you were like, "Hey, can we record on a different day?" But did not say anything about it. And then I just get a picture of you guys. I'm like, "Was this gonna be a secret?" No, it wasn't gonna be a secret. But Pants texted me like, "Hey, can we move the podcast?" And I was and like. I had to. I okay. I'll. 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 You fall on this sword. The tickets were mine. It's my sword to fall on. (laughs) I had to make a Sophie's choice, and I looked at Tommy. I looked at Bill, and I go, "Which one of these cares more about basketball?" Now Mm -hmm. I should have said, "Hey, Tommy." Here's what's going well, on. Well, I don't know why you but put it. You should have just put it in the group yeah. chat. Like, like hey, can I don't we know. Move I, this? No, yeah. the whole approach I, was off. Okay. Yeah. I blame. I blame a. And then I just of, forgot about it. Like I forgot it wasn't in the group chat. So it was like, just I, funny. I'm no, like, I'm. I am sorry, Tommy. Is I was. This a secret? I, no, I blame it. I blame it on a weekend of drinking, and I just didn't have the brain cells to fucking pl- <laughs> yeah. play it the right way. So, anyways, oh. we went to the Cavs game. <laughs> the Cavs game was fun. Uh, bravo on the Old 86 Halloween party. That was fucking so much fun. So fun. Thank I got my you. hair done today and they were stoked on it. Everyone yeah. was talking about so, it. The Black Cat? Yeah. Thank you both for making it a very six. That was easily the most successful evening we've had. It was, there was, there was so much fun. It. That was wall to wall, folks. So, it was very I, I fun. I had uh, tell my friends I love them drunk. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Pants said the best Bill was the best kind of drunk that night, which I like. I woke up not super hungover, like a little bit of a headache, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but felt, you know, had a real fun night. And Good. It was, it was uh, a lot of great costumes uh, and uh, ran into an old uh, friend that I had fingered at one point. <laughs> <laughs> the gazebo girl. I ran into gazebo girl. At the I party. was going to yeah. ask. That's yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. Did she dress as a gazebo? No, she dressed as a devil. I, that might be too much information. People can probably don't know. She's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. That is, you have really got to be doing some speed running internet creeping to put those, connect those There's dots. There's probably so many fatty uh, devils. It's fine. Yeah, but I've, I'm not on the. We had six two, pictures. Oh, uh, it's fine. people come and go, yeah. right? It's it's fine. It's fine. I, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, like there was nothing. The only thing that sucked was at the end of the night I had to tear down the DJ rig, which is maybe seven minutes of actual work I have to do. Yeah. But after you've been after taking been doing shots all, my, all night, yeah. yeah, it's it's. But that's that's what keeps my wits together is knowing at the end of the night I'm responsible for basically being an AV guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did a shot of so one one of our friends, uh, his girlfriend, and she's our friend too, but she wanted to do fireball. And nobody would do fireball with her. So I was like, I'll do fireball with you Bro. because she doesn't go out a lot. And she's like, that's what people do, right? I'm like, not really ever. Like, nah, it's, <laughs> it's been disgusting. quite a while. Yeah. And, uh, but she, that's what she wanted to do. And we did it. And 
the instant regret on her face was worth how terrible that shot was. Because <laughs> she's just like, it's so sweet. I'm like, yeah, it's fireball. It's just sugar whiskey. Like, it's not good. Yeah. Halloween comes once a year. It's yeah. fine. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was a world that that was an evening where we got way busier, way earlier than I thought we would, and I got worried. That I was like, oh no, is everyone going to move along to a different thing after yeah. this? But no, people people stuck around, stayed put, and more people showed up. Mm-hmm. And I was slammed when I left. Like I left around a little after midnight. Yeah, I, I think we left around the same yeah. time. We well, we're gonna kind of be doing it all over again Saturday night because. Yeah. We're doing like another goth DJ night. I'm excited. Oh, this will come out on Monday, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we'll, we'll recap. <laughs> we had right, such a great time yeah, Saturday yeah, night, yeah, guys, yeah. at the goth DJ night. We're going to. There's, but there's a, the thing is, follow Old86 on uh, Instagram so you can all see all the upcoming events because the, the DJ nights are super fucking fun. Yeah, we're right. And we're. We're, we're ramping up the frequency of those. Yeah, so. I, think they're, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's good. It's, it's been a. Been a fucking quick year because of that place, but that's not a bad thing. No, not at all. Um, so the the point of bringing up the Cavs game and just you know this is a podcast. We we live in Cleveland. I think most of our listeners are in Cleveland. Uh, they just put out the city uniforms and the Cavs ones say the land on them, and I think everybody can agree that the land is a shitty nickname for the city. So I wanted to come up with a new nickname. For our city, once and for all, that we can be proud of. And so I have a few written down. Were you guys able to think of a few? Mm-hmm. Tommy didn't. Not great. Okay, but yeah. you did. You got, you, Tommy, you started, got something. Yeah. Well, we'll start with yours. No, I don't know that I do. Oh, you didn't have any? <laughs> we could be. <sighs> I don't. You know, no. What would you, you you looked at something? No, I would. <laughs> Let me see what you got. I thought we. Were, I forgot that we weren't doing like sports oh. specific teams, but well, I don't know. Well, what do you got? No, it doesn't have to be sports centric. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of trying to think of stuff that reminds me of Cleveland. Okay. Our fucking goddamn construction cones. Okay. All over the place. I don't know what we could call us. The Barrel City. Coney City. Yeah. Co- Cone, oh, Barrel City. Coney City. City. Coney City. Coney City. The Cone Zone. Cone Zone. Oh, Cone Zone. And that sounds tit-like, too. Yeah. <laughs> cone. See, Tommy? Yeah. See? Look at that. See? Thanks, guys. The Cone Zone. Look at the teamwork. All right. The cream work. Cone Zone. <laughs> 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 no rover. <laughs> <laughs> cone Zone. Cone I love Cone Zone. Cone Zone's great. Cone Zone. Got it. Um, Mine is a tribute to the ex-mayor, uh, Frank Jackson, who called Cleveland the butthole of the world. Yes, he did. So not not America, not Ohio, the, the butthole of the world. And I just think if we, we were known as the butthole or the b-hole, uh, but also if you wanted to take that to another level and put in the Rust Belt as aspect and call it the rusty butthole i think that's i like that yeah people love the rb come on and then we got rbs almost right there that brings uh, the, the t-shirts make themselves oh, pants in. Yeah, yeah yeah so i think uh butthole or rusty butthole is uh, a decent option i got some more but let's hear from pants what you got well so i've called Cleveland, Cleveland, America for literally 20 years. I love Cleveland, America. Yeah, Yeah, which I don't even know why I started doing that because I just liked old-timey, slogan-y sounding stuff. Yeah. Um, And that kind of took off in, like, the world of the local hardcore scene. So Mm -hmm. I'll I'll cheap my way out of it with that one. Um, And also because I don't like saying I'm from Ohio. 
Yeah. Because Cleveland doesn't feel like Ohio. Right. And I'm not trying to say that even snobs like um Cleveland is different, yeah. To be superior, it just mm-hmm. it yeah. doesn't feel like, like Ohio. Like Columbus feels like Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Cincinnati doesn't feel like Ohio either. Cincinnati say, doesn't. Cincinnati is fucking great. By the way. Yeah, I love but, Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, but everything else is. I just love. I love Columbus Ohio. too. But it feels more like Ohio. Everything else is. You own less than nine guns, yeah. and you don't. You own less than five acres of land. Don't talk to me. Like, right. And that's <laughs> Ohio to me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably the rest of America as well, for the yeah. most part. So, anyways, um, and then I was like, I always liked calling Cleveland Clevo. Which is like an, an like older Cleveland. punk rock yeah. thing, like for that goes back Clevo's to like not bad DIY, the DIY scene. Hmm? Yeah, Clevo's not bad at all. Clevo's short. It sounds yeah. cool. Rhymes with Devo, which I know yeah. they're not from Cleveland, but whatever. Close enough. Um, and I was just like wanted to do merch, but then I started doing Cleveland America merch, and that felt like it was muddying the waters. But no, I say bring out the Clevo merch, and it like it's or just the a harkens. RB. Also, like I forget, like I get, I get like suckered into all the sports talk and stuff, and it's like, yeah, I like football and stuff, and and Cavs are fun, but I'm not a sports guy. Right. Yeah. Like, well, if I, if I was gonna go, if I was gonna go with a sports one, I would go with a tribute to the dog pound and call us Pound Town. I think that's okay. right. I was thinking just the dogs. Plus it's horny. The dogs. The dogs. The dogs. How do you That's a D-A-W-G. Z. Z. Okay, that's what I was waiting on. All right, my girl. The dogs. I like the dogs. That's the city. We're going to the dogs. Didn't let me down. Didn't let me down there. Pound Town, I think, works because we like to fuck and we get fucked. I also feel like you get banged by a Midwestern guy. You're not getting banged. You're getting pounded. Yeah, pounded, yeah. We like slammers. We like pounding beers. We like pounded by snow. I forgot about my slammers. Yeah, we get pounded by snow. Yeah. Get pounded by life. Yeah, we get pounded by life. We get pounded Just everything. But like, Pound Town works. If I could go back to the land, quote unquote, real quick, I feel like that was the trade off for LeBron to come back as we were like, I guess we'll call this the land. Yeah. Better fucking win us a ring. And then he did. And I'm like, oh, this. Isn't going anywhere now. I don't, uh, dude. It never felt. It just. It never felt organic at all. No, it like very contrived. No, it just sounded like no. Yeah, it sucks because you don't have like Chicago's like the windy city, and Mm -hmm. I don't know Boston's. I mean, we got the mistake on the lake. Like that's. Mm -hmm. I always thought that was great. I always think I I, do too. I like that one too. I don't mind uh, embracing that. And then my final one is. <laughs> C section. <laughs> also, it's yeah. pretty. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, instead of you know, you, you get the C in there. We like the C, mm-hmm. the, the C section. I think that's. I mean, if you look at it geographically, it doesn't. No, it doesn't really work like that. No, just it's. A, I mean, it's a section much. of land. Yeah, I'm just gonna let you roll with that. Yeah, I just think sure. you know, we we got a lot of. Uh, you, you see a lot of C-section scars on people, so like, why, why not uh, roll? With I it? mean, I hang out a lot in, in pre prenatal units and whatnot, so yes, <laughs> and strip clubs. So you do be at strip clubs sometimes. I have not been to a strip <clears throat> club in a very long time. Uh, I got last time I was at a strip club was with you when we watched uh, a UFC fight. That was like COVID, like masks. Wow. Clubs. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was not fun. It was, I mean, it was fine, but like I didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't even get any dances or anything. We were just there watching the fight. Yeah. There's times I literally just go in there like an old man at Starbucks. I'm just yeah. like, I'm just here for the programs. Yeah. Like, get your, get the, get those away from me, lady. I'm, I'm just watching UFC. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been talking a lot this week. So you like, tired? Yeah. I am I tired, and I gotta go do high and dry after this. So. I woke. Oh, can, by the way, can I go up tonight? 
If you want to, yeah. Oh, I, I'm in a goof. I went from I being like in... that you asked and then you sighed when he said yes. Well, no, because like <laughs> I went from being like in a pretty crappy mood and then I shot some content for Old 86 and then I got back in a goofy mood and I was gonna, th- I was thinking I was gonna work out after this and that's not gonna happen. So, mm. anyways, yeah, come on, do some time. Yep. Thomas, right. are you hanging out tonight? Do some time. Do um, some time. I might. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how I'm feeling. Uh, we got a good lineup tonight. Uh, Joe Briggs is in town. So oh, nice. yeah, then I'm glad I'm yeah. definitely going to come. Welcome out because he's fun. See that? Sweet baby boy. Welcome home, Joey. Yeah. Joey he's here Joey all the time. He's in, like he, yeah. he he moved in May, and I've seen him as much as I normally Where's do. Where's he at now? He's in New York City. He's he's a big- Big time. Big, big, big news guy. Big time guy. Big Apple. Brig Apple mm-hmm. is the what they Brig call him. Apple. The Brig Apple. The Brig Apple. Old Hollywood Briggs <laughs> in the opposite side of the country. Um, no, I woke up to a text. What was it? Sunday morning from uh, a friend. And he goes, what the fuck is this? I'm hearing from a friend of ours that you were yelling. You're doing a great job while throwing a $20 bill at a stripper last night. <laughs> and I go, Entirely inaccurate. I was like, I handed the $20 bill with both hands like a grandpa and then screamed, you're doing a great job. Oh, okay. So, so very we've grown up. We don't yeah. slap money on women. We oh. don't throw it at, like, paper airplanes at women. We hand it. You hand it to them. And it's a 20. Mm-hmm. So, like, look. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's not complaining. No. Is it the most money they've ever seen? No. But no. $20 says, hey. That's a good, yeah. I mean, hey. Especially for, like, that's, if that's just, like, a handy, like, you're not... Yeah, twenty dollars nice, says, "Hey, you yeah. could follow me back on Instagram." Now is what that says. I am not getting into heaven. Yeah, heaven's gonna okay. suck anyway. Yeah, it's gonna suck. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're gonna keep this because we have the interview too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm. Uh, You're over. I, wa- I want a few minutes to like to, to to reset, so uh, we can we can keep this one short, and then we'll 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 reconvene at. Uh, High and dry, and then uh, yeah, you, you guys, guys enjoy okay. our my uh, interview with Dave Hill. Hey, everybody! Welcome to this week's episode of the Bill Squire Show. I'm here with Dave Hill. He's a comedian. He's a writer. He's a musician, and uh, most of all, he is my friend. Yes, that's how <laughs> I feel. That's uh, the top of my bio. So, man, you have such a good webcam. It's just, just dirty. My, it's just my laptop. Oh, I got my my laptop needs to step up its game. Yours looks great. good. You're... Are you you have some pool cues back there? Yeah, I have a pool table. I bought a pool table from Ramon Rivas's dad a few years ago. Oh, that's and uh, and it's covered in Amazon purchases right now. But I'll probably get cleaned off this weekend, especially like once it gets colder out. I'll play a lot more, but. It's it's nice to have, especially in the winter time. Yeah, I bet. Kick back. Uh, so let's right off the bat, let's talk about you got a new book coming out. It's uh the awesome game. Yeah, it came out yesterday. Okay. Well, in America, it. it came out the week before everywhere else but America. Mm. It was came out a week later here just to just to whip people into a frenzy, I guess. And this is your your third book. Um, fourth. Do one. you do fourth book? Fourth book. Yeah. Oh, good research, Bill. Jesus shit. No, no even my oh. own sister. Even my own sister thought it was my third book. So you should uh, know. No. Feel shit. like family now. 
Um, yes, exactly. It's a, it's a, it's an honor that you said three. Third. <laughs> uh, so give us a quick synopsis about what this this one's about and uh, ties into hockey. You're a big hockey guy. Yeah, it's hockey's really it's the only sport I like and the only sport I was ever really any good at um because because you know i tried i worked at it um and growing up in cleveland i was frustrated that it wasn't more popular you know especially when i was a kid you know because there was like two other kids in my school maybe that played and i you know you know it's browns browns are the main thing and then yeah calves and then growing up the indians and i guess now the guardians and uh and hockey was just like not, you know, you would talk about it and know people would just be like, what are you, why are you bringing this up? And yeah. so it was always frustrating to me. And then my grandfather was from Canada. So I had a very strong Canadian influence in my life growing up. So I just got really into hockey. And then I just thought it would be fun to like explore a topic that has nothing to do with my career, um, you know? just to like kind of use my publisher's money to travel the world and do like, <laughs> I mean, I, Love I'm wearing it now. I, I went to Kenya on uh -huh. their, their dime. Um, and so that was amazing. And you got to watch hockey in Kenya. I played hockey. There's one team there, the Kenya ice lions. And this is true. I like, foolishly a few years can ago, you stand I, up a little bit because i want to see the, the yeah it's emblem. a sweet jersey that's an awesome jersey yeah it says kenya on the back that's um, really cool yeah so i foolishly got into collecting hockey jerseys a few years ago like i need more bullshit in my apartment as you can see um but that i was looking on a list like a some list on the internet of like coolest non NHL jerseys. Cause I, I think the non NHL jerseys are always cooler. Cause they're more like gnarly, you know, a little more unique, a little more, uh, uh, they got a little more personality. That's how I feel about minor league baseball hats. Yeah. Like I think they're way better. Yeah. They're always better. Cause they're like, not afraid to like have some crazy irritated animal or something. Mm -hmm. You know, or just something that's not intimidating at all, like the the jumbo shrimp down in uh, Jacksonville. Like that's their, like the Jacksonville jumbo shrimp. Like that's your mascot. I love that. Or the biscuits yeah. and trash pandas. Like they they go wild with it. And so I, yeah. I imagine with hockey, it's similar. Yeah, totally. Like, uh, um, like my favorite, one of my favorite jerseys is Sudbury Wolves, which is a wolf, as you know an obvious mascot or whatever, but then the wolf has got like blood on its teeth and blood flying off. Like part of the the logo on the jersey, like the patch, there's like a sewn on drop of blood. They went wow. the extra distance. That's really and, cool. Uh, so this jersey I found Kenya Ice Lines and I thought I genuinely thought it was like some town in Canada I'd never heard of. So and then I quickly learned it was actually in in Kenya. So I wrote to these guys and I was like, I want to come there and play with you. So 
they were like, yeah, come on over. That's really cool. That's awesome. They're just like, yeah, let's, let's do this. And yeah. that'll be part of the book. Yeah, it was amazing. So I did a lot of stuff. Like I went back, you know, I went to St. Ignatius in Cleveland and the, the coach, Pat O'Rourke, actually had come to see me at Hilarities once. I'd, so I met him before and we kept in touch and I was like, can I come back and play with your current team, current varsity team? And uh, so I did that and just just got my ass. I was just old, out of shape. Man. Yeah. Real, real, you know, you look at me, you're like, there's a young man in the shape of a lifetime. But, but compared that, to those sitting edge kids. Yeah, I was uh, I was not doing too well. But yeah, so I did a uh, lot of stuff like that. And uh, what uh, what position do you play? I mean, in in theory, I'm like left wing, a left. I shoot lefty. I'm righty in most things, but uh, yeah, left wing. But um, I got put on back on defense in high school my senior year, and it kind of still messes with my head a little bit. Maybe it was my junior year. I think because they were like, "You're so ineffective." as a forward <laughs> we're gonna see if maybe you've been weirdly good at defense this whole time i was not and it was yeah i was good not. like i played varsity you know four years so you know i wasn't just bad you know, but you just you just weren't uh you know gretzky yeah i wasn't quite gretzky material sadly and i think i knew that you know by like 13 that you know this isn't really going to pan out, but I just kept... I played lacrosse Did you? and yeah. And that was like, I love that sport, but I was also such like a late bloomer that I had no size until I was like, I'm a big guy now, but I was really undersized until my junior year. And by then, like my body was going through this massive growth spurt. So I had no strength or no coordination by then. Like it was just, it, it, I couldn't run. Uh, but like I had, I did have good hand-eye coordination, so I had good stick skills, but I just couldn't, like my body was so far behind, I couldn't run fast enough. And then I tore my hamstring in a fall game and I never really recovered from that in time for the, uh, senior year. So I had to uh, like quit basically. Where did you go to high school? Medina. Oh my, wait, you're from, I must've known that. My sister lives in Medina, so I spend, I never set foot in Medina, like, growing up. And then now, when I come to Cleveland, I spend, like, big chunks of time in Medina. I was just back down there for the first time in a little while. My parents still live down there, but they're not, uh, like, in Medina, like, in the town, like, city. They're more, like, closer to like Wadsworth and, and Sharon and stuff like that, like on the way to like on route 18. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good little city. I mean, it was, it was a fine place to grow up. Uh, but as far as, you know, your book and, and all your accomplishments, you, you've done so much uh, and it's, it's really cool. And you just got off tour with Tenacious D. Uh, yeah. Was, was that, did you bury them every night? I wish. I mean, no, I don't wish. I mean, they're, that was so fun. And I, they actually just announced it yesterday, I think, that I'm doing. I knew before yesterday, yeah. but I'm doing 
Dublin in the UK with them in May. Oh, that's awesome. And they're like, it was, it was like, definitely like on my list of best times of my life. Like, yeah, my, like it was I... so fun. They were the nicest guys and like all of them, not just Jack and Kyle, like their band. Mm -hmm. There's probably like 25 people on their whole, you know, touring crew. And every single one of them was delightful. Like, you know, how normally you get like that many people on a project or whatever, whatever it is. There's always going to be someone where you're like, oh, that guy's coming. I better duck in this doorway. Yeah, I better. Yeah, I try to avoid that person, not like minimize your interaction with them. Uh, yeah, I saw it wasn't like that at all. They were that, every guy with every person. I'd be like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah. That's such a great feeling too. When everybody's just happy to do their job and they're like not being jerks about it. And I think that's the new place we're getting to in show business, where people are like, "Why would I want to work with someone that sucks to work with?" Like, I think those yeah. those people that are like known as like past masters are just trying to be like jerks and assholes for no reason um are are getting weeded out and that's that's good overall because i know just in like the experiences that i've had in some larger venues uh opening for people or, or being on you know working with crews at arenas and stuff like that they just want people just want to do their job and they want to do the best job that they can and and it's not like you know screaming at people is it's just so unnecessary in this day and age. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so that this is a great example of that. Just good vibes yeah. and like, their show is so is so good. It's so good. I saw them last year at Blossom, and it's oh, one of nice. my favorite concerts I've ever been to because it was just so much fun, and they're just such talented musicians, and it's Truly. just like like laughing and singing and like having those worlds combined has always been such a awesome thing for me because i love music i'm not like particularly talented in it but i love music and i love comedy so when you can make things funny and then not just be like parody songs or things like that but like kind of create a universe that's attached to it is just it it, it really transports you back to those early days of you know whether it was listening to that or just other funny uh good music because it's also great music too yeah that's the thing like it really fires on all cylinders it's like the music's great it's really catchy i mean like wonder boy every night i'm like i'm like oh, this is so such an anthem and then yeah. it's really funny on top of that and then everyone is amazing at you know they sing me they sing and play great their whole their band is like you know, mm -hmm. total badasses. And and then they have like a giant, I don't know if they had this when you saw them, but they had like a giant inflatable Satan on stage. Oh, they didn't have that. It was, and it's like, they had fire. It was just so like, I, I swear to you, I said this to them as well. I saw Metallica at MetLife Stadium like, a few weeks, a couple of weeks before the tour. And I'd have to say Tenacious D is like a more badass show. That's awesome. That's, like, I mean, I mean, Metallica's great. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But yeah. And I love them. But it was just like, 
just endless. Like I watched it every night. I would just go out and watch the show, and lo- and it would just always be like, "Oh, this is amazing." Yeah. <laughs> every it was. So and then you fun. got to like they they would incorporate you and like bring you back out on stage, and you know you got to ride your BMX bike out there and stuff, and that was pretty uh, uh yeah. that was pretty fun. Well, that was the la- that the thing I clip I posted was the last night of the tour in Austin, Texas. Cause like what happened was, you know, I, I always like make these stupid bike videos on Instagram and stuff. And then I was in Scotland doing like the last two weeks of the fringe festival. And I bought a BMX bike just off some guy on Facebook marketplace, not have never having, I think I rode a BMX bike once and I was just like, Oh, it's 80. It was like a hundred eighty pounds, hundred bucks or whatever. And this, I didn't know like that they're tiny, like you can't really sit on them because they're so they're meant for like jump doing shit on. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave the guy the money and I tried to pedal off on it thinking I was just going to sit down and tool around town on this bike. And I was like, oh, I can't. And then so you have to like stand up the whole time. And then so anyway, I started riding it into my shows in Scotland and riding it out at the end and like crashing and stuff. And then. So I asked, uh, you know, I asked them if I could do that on this tour and they were like, of course. And, and my agent's like, let's get you, uh, hooked up with a BMX company, <laughs> you know, like a real agent, which is cool. Like I wouldn't have yeah. thought of that. And then an hour later he calls back and he's like, all right, Mongoose is going to sponsor you. So. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm maybe the only uh, guy who's with zero BMX experience who finally got a BMX sponsorship as a middle-aged man. But I, uh, as as someone that grew up loving the movie Rad, I'm very jealous. It's you got to see. I have this sweet bike. It's in my hallway. But so they sent the bike. This guy comes, and I wish I could remember his name. I'd give him a shout out, as they say. And he just came to my hotel room, puts together this bike. The first night, Charlotte, North Carolina, I was so like psyched and, you know, it was like seven bazillion people or I don't know, it was a lot of people, 8,000 or something. And I ride the bike out really fast and then I did fine. And then at the end of the show, I ride it off really fast for me anyway. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, when you get like a brand, like brand new tires, they're almost like oily. Yeah. So yeah. it's like that. And then the stage is like those cement slick stages. I went yeah. over some wires and thank God I put my helmet back on properly. I just, the whole bike came out from under me. I landed right on my face. And, and then and Jack Black standing there watching all this and he's laughing. Then he right away, he goes, we got to get the spotlight to follow you off stage tomorrow so we catch the fall and i was like uh-huh. dude that wasn't that was real like i just hit my <laughs> face so uh i had a black eye for like a week of the tour and uh but it was it was so fun and i have to i it's can't so, recommend i'm sorry go ahead i was just saying it, when you get an injury like a black eye or like a like scraping your knee as an adult it's always a weird thing to just be like because either you got it from being in a fight or doing something that you shouldn't be doing as an adult. And for you, yeah. you have a black eye from like, oh, uh, like 
I would have told everybody I got in a fight, not that I crashed my BMX bike. <laughs> yeah, I looked like within a couple of days, it looked like I just got in a, it's like my ass kicked. It just fully yeah. looked that way. And then, but I have to say, like, not that I want this to catch on. I don't want like everyone in comedy to, I don't want people to ride yeah. bikes on stage as the new thing. But if there's anything to like get you psyched to do a set, just ride out on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a good uh got me like going um but yeah it was it was so fun so i'm psyched we're gonna do more that's and awesome they're even more popular in europe so in the states like how, how, how big are the venues that you're gonna be doing in europe they're like like in the states it was like seven to ten thousand and this mm -hmm. is going to be like 13 to twenty thousand that's awesome and they're all sold out so yeah i mean i don't want to i'm not going to take anything for granted that but their fans in the states were so nice and so welcoming and like just up for fun i'm hoping mm -hmm. that that's the case <laughs> yeah in, in right because you know i you know like uh, it'd be pretty easy for 20,000 people to turn on you if they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that like, if you, you go up there and they trust that the guys are going to book somebody that's fun and funny in front of them. And you know, it's, it's a, it's people there to have a good time. So it's not like the anger that you get. Like if you ever done comedy before a band at, uh, at a like a festival or like like for metal or something like they're they, they're like fuck you i hate you like that i don't think it's yeah. the same vibes at tenacious d but maybe no, in europe it's different but i don't think so no no it's, i think it was like really compatible good vibes yeah because i i play like i mean i was kind of you know when i do my own longer sets or shows i was combined like mm -hmm. some guitar with the comedy but this show like was probably like 25 minutes out of the 30 was like I would be talking but there would be guitar there'd be like yeah big, be kind of massive the whole time which yeah um made it more but no on the flip side of it I for Snoop Dogg once and that would be the example of wow that was not turned on you well they didn't turn I would say a quarter of them were fully like cool we're in yeah and uh, and then the rest were like why is this guy up there what yeah. what's happening <laughs> but it, it was fun i mean i would open up for snoop dogg anytime any day again yeah. just to like the pure spectacle of it was i mean it was smaller like 2000 now i'm just hooked on 10 10 anything less yeah. than seven is, yeah that's I'm like what are we doing yeah, I even why why are we even showing up? Um, would do you think John Mayer? Because you have these videos where you uh, kind of guitar battle him. Do you think he'd ever want to go on tour together? Maybe have you open, or he could open for you. I think it'd probably be better based on the videos that I've seen. I think it'd be better if he opened for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's not exactly shredding. Like, you know. I mean, I I would I would love to do that. I like. I, I've not heard through him or any uh, six degrees of separation, which we only have one. Like we have mutual friends. Yeah, he hangs out. 
like I, I, I met him at the cellar. Like I, I was, I lived in New York for like a week, and in that week, I met Dave Chappelle and John Mayer. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the cellar. And, yeah, totally. It's yeah. just like all those people. Everyone's there. So, like him and like Sherrod Small would just like they're running off like teenagers to go smoke weed because it's like two thousand eight, and so oh. like, we gotta go in the alley. Is is pretty funny. And then he went and did a set. And everybody like ran downstairs to watch him, and uh, it was you know, it was John Mayer doing stand up. Yeah, yeah, I heard he was there for uh, a while, but I think I've only been in the same room as him like once. I was at like yeah. a bir- birthday party he was at, but also I would I th- I mean I'm sure he's a smart guy, so he I I'm guessing he knows. I don't do it to like make fun of him. I'm just kind of being an idiot. No, it's a goof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just, yeah, just fucking around. And that, but that's why it's like everything that you do, like your, your whole social media persona is such a like kind of twist on what everybody else does on social media where you're just being goofy, but like, you know, playing this like tough guy persona, you know, where the townie punks and all that stuff. And uh, the Apple video the other day was just hilarious. And they're oh, they're thanks. short and quick, and you know, uh, it, it's not like you're like it seems like you know they probably just come up off the top of your head, and you go, oh, this would be fun to do, and you do it and post it, and and they're great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's just like you know, I think that most of us started during the pandemic because we're all just trying to like figure out how to not go insane. I started making actually, can you like know videos. From... My girlfriend and I were in Fairport Harbor with her mom. You know, we left New York. We didn't, you know, we just locked our apartment and drove to Ohio mm-hmm. when we all thought the pandemic was going to last like two weeks. Yeah. And I was just in Fairport and I know you've been, I know, you know, Fairport. Yeah. I was actually just did a show there uh, at the beginning of October uh, at the, oh, where? the, at the same Lyric? place. It's Lyric. Yeah. And a very fun show. Packed it out. I think there's seven thousand. So, uh, yeah, seven. Yeah, it was worth it. Was worth doing. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was maybe a little bit less than seven thousand. Uh, but it was. It was a great time. And uh, cool people out there. Like they. Like I met some people that like I've been talking to since that show. Uh, yeah, I did, a buddy. I, dig, I totally. Uh, I dig Fairport. It's got like yeah. uh, good. Good good stuff going on i'm worried mm-hmm. though because they're saying that fairport they're trying to turn it into like a new like geneva on the lake like some yeah party town and i've seen like little inklings of that and i'm like oh no i hope not yeah hope that's not what happens but but what are you gonna do but um is lyric i've never been because in that building where the lyric i think that place is there's an amazing old theater. Yeah, so we, yeah, they took us on a tour of the theater, and then we went down in like the basement area, and then there's like uh, a tunnel that goes out to the beach. Like it's it's got a lot of history, and yeah, that theater. The, the idea is to restore it someday. Right now, it's uh, you know a long way to go. It's more of like a warehouse at this point, but it's really a great building, and it's a it's like it'd be really cool if they could make that into a full-blown uh performance venue yeah it's cool i uh i'm into fairport it's got like uh some good stuff 
and then also the worst bar maybe in america the high water oh, no. Uh, I didn't go no i didn't even go because we, oh. we just was, were hanging out lyric okay yeah there's this bar we don't well now i'm going like i'm i'm getting pretty inside baseball well, i mean it's uh, a bad bar it's a bad bar that's, that's bad bars can be fun. but it's just a, this place that's well it's bad in a way that like it's utterly charmless it looks like someone it was a it looks like it was a dmv that <laughs> afternoon and then they were like let's make it a bar like it's like great <laughs> it's just ugly <laughs> and i the first time i went there i went there uh because the good one of the, oh, the many great things about cleveland is like you can usually get at the worst case you can get a good beer everywhere because mm -hmm. everywhere has like a good local beer for sale yeah and they were the one place like oh we don't have any <laughs> we don't have anything. anything so it's like they just had like bullshit and uh anyway but jim jimmy graham and i like to rip on that bar no yeah a lot. uh and you're i think you'll be back in cleveland in december at the grog shop and uh you, you got other tour dates on your website davehillonline.com the book is available now. You yeah. have three other books besides that one. Uh, and you're, you're yeah. out touring with I'm Tenacious gonna, D. I'm going to do the Grog like... Shower. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, staying busy. I'm exhausted. I'm getting old. I, I'm oh, I, realizing, I get that. Like, uh, I don't know. I can't tell. Do you feel this way? Like, I can't tell if I've just been busy and I need to rest or if I'm just this is what getting older is and i just feel exhausted i mean always. doing a uh, you did a tour with uh, a rock band i think you've probably been busy and you need to rest but also all the the content that we are turning out like that's that's a lot and you got this like there's just there probably is like an, an unplugged period that you need i feel like i need that and i know we get a couple weeks off around the holidays where i really plan on doing nothing and just really want to and but i, I kind of want to do like a longer sabbatical from performing i just can't i need the i need the income but it'd be nice to have like a month or two to just kind of reset everything yeah i feel like that's like month or two could fly by but like when there's people that are like oh, i'm gonna take a year off i'm like oh no. yeah especially like I've noticed this like post pandemic, I feel like Rip Van Winkle, where like all of a sudden like back doing shows like in New York and it's like, I used to know everybody. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, oh, I don't know anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like this whole new crop of people. And I was like, don't, I'm always like, don't forget old Dave. Old right. Dave's well, <laughs> like, I, I mean, I haven't even been to new york city in seven years six or seven years and i need to get back uh but yeah, but even like the 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 comedians that would come to town on a regular basis like yeah. they've moved on to other things or they just don't come you know like a, either they're they're getting so big that they're doing venues that they're you know they're doing theaters and, and stuff but they're not like coming to the clubs like they used to and like that it's it's just it is weird to see the turnover and see like a new generation kind of come through and uh just do their thing 
And some of it's really great and some of it's really uh, not my thing. Yeah, I think that's always the uh, the case, yeah. This is a dangerous thing to say, what I'm going to say, but I think because I love it's comedy so much. But I, I think like, yeah, like, I find like there's always, there's like a fine, it's like a small amount. If you look into like how much yeah. stuff is going on, how many people are doing stuff, there's like, I get, there's like very, like a small, like very specific part of the pie, uh, the pie diagram, what's that called? The pie, uh, Venn pie chart? Venn diagram or pie chart? Pie chart, yeah. No, the pie chart, there's like, a, it's a smaller sliver that I love. And then there's like, yeah, I, I like this other stuff. And then, almost like a huge chunk of it that i'm like i respect it that i don't i don't yeah. quite get it but i don't or quite something yeah. doesn't re resonate with me and then there's maybe like uh there's really not a lot i don't really go into full hatred of much but there's no i i agree i i don't i don't there's not a lot that i really hate uh there's definitely you know you'll you'll every once in a while there'll just be somebody that's a straight-up villain in comedy but there's a lot that is just I, like I like jokes and I like I like good storytelling and stuff like that but there's a lot of attitude comedians and like they're getting laughs off of being like I don't know they're not their writing is subpar but they get get over because they the audience sees something in them and they go oh I want to be like that guy because they seem cool. Basically, I like a comedian that's too cool, like that <laughs> wants to be cool. Like that, that that's always a red flag for me. Where they're like, I mean, and you see it even with like Dave Chappelle. I mean, he's obviously one of the most legendary comedians around. But if you look at what he was doing in his early days, to where now he's like this elite guy. And it, it kind of takes some of the humor away because he he's so uh, high up there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe there's parallels. I always think this about music. Well, especially like heavy metal. I always think it's really hard for a band like Metallica, for example. I'm like, how can you... That music comes from a place of being like marginalized marginalized yeah. pissed off yeah and underdog and then you're fighting and you make these amazing records then yeah you're the biggest band in the world so then where do you draw from to mm -hmm. to do the same amazing work i think it's it's well, i think that's in the, art, in the arts and i think that's why when you see certain comedians that kind of stick with that underdog status it 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 shows in the content that they're putting out or even that they're performing. And, you know, a guy like David Tell that's always just been like, I just want to do clubs. I just want to go up and tell jokes. And he's never trying to really do anything other than just be himself. And then you get these other guys and like, they're, they're great and they're doing wild things. But like once, I think once you get stand-up comedy in an arena, it's really hard to make it uh, out like, to have the, the specialness that it had in a club. Like the connection that you have with the audience in a club just goes away in an arena. And it's just, I mean, it's just not the same. Like where 
in, in a club it's just it's just different yeah yeah totally i think comedy is i mean i'm staying the obvious but i think it's best in a little club where no one's has a very comfortable chair yeah no like <laughs> the more comfortable and catered to the audiences with like food and good drinks yeah. like the worst the worst if it's just some dented folding chairs that's gonna be a good show that's gonna be a good show low ceilings one light not a very big stage just kind of asbestos yeah. questionable yeah. asbestos uh, yeah. situation lead paint <laughs> uh <laughs> all right we're running out of time here uh, but Dave Hill. yeah yeah <laughs> just uh hepatitis just all the all right we'll see what's <laughs> us to wrap up uh so uh dave hill online is where you can uh find your book your tour dates uh your comedy album uh all that stuff and uh you're at mr dave hill on all your social media uh the the yeah, king of threads right now i believe uh anything you guys want to plug tommy tommy i'll see you on only fans and everything else Pants? i just put a bunch of dumbass videos up on old 86 bar on instagram so there you go thank you they're very funny they are very funny the one today's the one that was posted today oh it made me laugh out loud like legit so uh and then uh i got a comedy special i'm taping on december 22nd get tickets at billsquire.com oh that wasn't even that good it was weird somebody was going through and like commenting the timestamps on all these i didn't notice that that was funny funny. (laughs) all right see you guys next week Bye. bye